Is dietary fat estrogenic? Every time you eat a nice ribeye or add butter to your potatoes, does that increase the risk of getting man boobs or erectile dysfunction? Or will it give you that estrogenic shape in the buttocks and hips area? Is it best to go really low fat diet to minimize this side effect? This is exactly what I'm going to discuss in this video. So Georgia Dinkoff posted a study on the Rapid Forum talking about how fat in general is estrogenic. And then someone wanted my opinion on this, so this is why I'm creating this video for you guys. By the way, if you would like to maximize your testosterone naturally, be sure to get my ebook for this. Also, if you would like to do coaching, link is in the description. And if you make it to the flex, let me know in the comments below. Let's dive in. Yep, it's a fact, guys. Going on a very low-fat diet lowers estradiol. I have to preface this by saying that I could find absolutely zero studies on men where they looked at fat intake and estrogen. It was all women, postmenopausal women. So we have to take this with a grain of salt. But this was a good study showing how going on an ultra-low-fat diet, like less than 10% of the calories, eat it. Basically, half estrogen. So clearly, going on a low-fat diet will lower your estrogen because fat is freaking estrogenic, right? <laughs> but there's actually a lot of very interesting nuance to this. Anyway, but before we dive into those nuance, this was the original study that Georgian Ingolf posted. So injecting triglycerides enhances estradiol levels. You can see triglycerides, which is TG. You can see as triglycerides increased as they injected it, they injected olive oil. This was the triglycerides. I injected olive oil. Boom. And then as olive oil triglycerides peaked, estradiol increased at the same time compared to the control. So clearly there's a direct correlation between triglycerides and estrogen, showing that even olive oil, any kind of fat, is highly estrogenic. And this is where they um, added, so you can see like 0, 0, or 0, 500, 20, or 0, 20, or 500. So this is when they added testosterone. The 20s is when they added testosterone to the cells. The 500 is when they added lauric acid to the cells. So here they added just lauric acid or just testosterone. And here they added lauric acid and testosterone at the same time. And you can see that estradiol was the highest when they added testosterone plus lauric acid. And when they added just testosterone, it went up a little bit. When they added just lauric acid, there was no increase in estradiol. So it clearly needed testosterone to convert into estrogen. And then lauric acid promoted aromatase. So we have these specific cells in the stomach, the parietal cells, which contain aromatase. So these parietal cells is basically responsible for the secretion of stomach acid. So when you eat a meal that contains fat, the fat, those cells will use fat as an energy source, regardless of what the fat it is. It will use it as an energy source to produce energy. And when it's producing energy, it upregulates aromatase. You then convert testosterone into estrogen. But in, like as they showed in this study, it doesn't even have to go for the gut. They literally injected triglycerides into the vein of the tail, the animals, and just by having higher levels of triglycerides in the blood, increased levels of estradiol. But as I mentioned, there's nuance, right? So I'm going to show you exactly why this happens. It's actually not the fat that's responsible. But let me first show you the, the purpose of estradiol. Like, why would the body secrete estradiol when you eat fat? There has to be, like, a good reason for this. When you eat... The body is like, you're seeking triglycerides coming in fatty acids. So testosterone is converted into estradiol. So it uses triglycerides to create NADPH, which is then a cofactor for aromatase to create estrogen. Estrogen then goes to the liver, where it inhibits the production of triglycerides. 
So it down-regulates lipogenesis, the creation of new fat. It also inhibits feeding, so it reduces appetite. Then it inhibits lipolysis, lipid release, and it enhances lipid uptake. So basically, when triglycerides in the blood is high, it works through a negative mechanism to down-regulate the release of more triglycerides into the blood. It's just one of those feedback mechanisms where you're hungry, you eat, you're no longer hungry. So it works in one of those mechanisms, right? So when you're fasted, your body's releasing fat into the blood for energy. But when you eat, you don't need the fat from the adipose tissue anymore because you got it from the diet. So this is basically the, the purpose for the release in estradiol when you do eat fat. But now let's address what causes this hyperestrogenism. Is it actually the fat or is it something else? And I love this because this is the nuance that everyone is missing. Right, so it's not the triglycerides because this study, they went on a ultra-low fat diet. This is the study where they went to less than 10% of the calories from fat. And this is where their estrogen halved. Their estrogen fell from 18 to 9. But serum cholesterol and LDL and HDL also fell, whereas triglycerides remained the same. So clearly, triglycerides didn't fall, but estradiol, estradiol did. So it's not the triglycerides that's responsible for the increase in estradiol. In terms of the free fatty acids, it's also not the free fatty acids because I've seen blood work of mean guys on a ketogenic diet or a carnivore diet and they have perfect levels of estradiol. So it's not the increase in lipolysis or free fat acids that's stimulating aromatase because they have normal levels of estradiol. Normal levels of testosterone, normal levels of estradiol. So what is it? There's three main things that massively upregulates aromatase that leads to high levels of estrogen. The first one is inflammation. The second one is obesity. The third one is diabetes. So let's discuss each one of those. The first one is inflammation. And this was a really good study where they gave people fat. There's a high-fat diet, low-fat diet, and omega-3. The blue column here is estrogen. The orange column is after. So it's like before and after estrogen. And then the gray column is before prostaglandin, and the yellow one is after prostaglandin. So prostaglandin is an inflammatory mediator created from polyunsaturated fats. And it's inflammatory, right? So the more of these prostaglandins you have, the more inflammation you will have. So these um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like aspirin or ibuprofen, they inhibit the production of prostaglandins. As you can see how prostaglandins increased on this high-fat diet, so did estradiol. When they went on a low-fat diet, estradiol went down, prostaglandins went down. So it's the prostaglandins that stimulate the aromatase. So when you're going on a high-fat diet that's inflammatory, those inflammation stimulates aromatase, leading to higher levels of estrogen. Now, interestingly, here with the omega-3 group, prostaglandins went down, but estrogen still went a little bit up. So there's something else that was stimulating the increase in aromatase there. So that was first one, inflammation. Inflammation powerfully stimulated aromatase, right? So if you can manage your inflammation on a high-fat diet, you're not going to get an increase in estrogen. The second one is weight, right? Are you losing weight? Are you gaining weight? So this is the same study where they have their estradiol. But these people, here's the kicker, they experienced weight loss. They were in a significant caloric deficit. They were eating 1,000 calories per day. They were in a big caloric deficit. And we know that when you go in a caloric deficit, your androgen production drops. Less androgens, less estrogen, right? Makes sense. So short-term changes in caloric balance may affect estrogen synthesis in prior to a large decrease in fat mass. 
So when you drop calories, that lowers estrogen, androgen, and estrogen synthesis before you even lose fat. So this is why these people were dropping their estrogen. It's not because they went on a low-fat diet. It's because they massively lowered their levels of your calorie intake. Weight maintenance on estradiol. Yeah, they had three different diets. They had a 26% fat, 25% fat, and 11% fat intake. And you can see fat intake, it, it, sorry, estradiol basically decreased equally to uh, obviously very minor extent, equally in all three groups. When the people maintained weight, they didn't increase or decrease weight, they didn't experience a change in estradiol regardless of fat intake, right? So number two comes down to, are you losing fat or are you gaining weight? That's key. Number one is inflammation. Number two is are you how what's happening to your weight, weight management. Number three is diabetes. Insulin is a strong stimulator of aromatase as well. And if someone is uh, pre-diabetic or diabetic, they will have hyperinsulinemia. They will have higher levels of insulin that is stimulating estrogen. And so when they lose weight or they improve insulin sensitivity or they use a drug like metformin, which improves their insulin sensitivity, insulin goes down and estradiol goes down. There's a clear correlation with your insulin levels and estradiol. When insulin goes down, you're becoming more insulin sensitive, your estradiol goes down. And also people with diabetes have increased in inflammation. So when you fix your diabetes, your insulin goes down, your inflammation goes down, and your weight will also probably go down, all of which will help to improve your testosterone to estrogen ratio. So basically, hyperinsulinemia stimulates aromatase. When is dietary fat bad? It's when it makes you insulin resistant. And when does it make you insulin resistant? Either when you're going extremely low carb or you're just eating too many calories and you're gaining a bunch of weight. You're gaining, and when I say gaining a bunch of weight, it could literally be a pound or two pounds per month because of the end of that year or end of that five years, you've basically gained 50 pounds, right? So that accumulates over time. And after a year or five years, like, oh my gosh, I'm diabetic. What the hell's happening? And it's like, well, it wasn't the fat because I've been eating this way for so long. But it's what you do chronically that leads to that outcome. So fat is bad when it makes you insulin resistant because someone might be eating too many calories leading to weight gain. Then when it makes you gain a bunch of weight, as I just mentioned, when you eat overeat on any kind of calories and you gain too much weight, that's going to cause insulin resistance, inflammation, and bad stuff. Don't gain an excess of weight. Simple. And when it makes you inflamed. So back to that omega-6 study, when you're having so much fat, the wrong kind of fat that causes inflammation in the body, like the polyunsaturated fatty acids, because it's only the polyunsaturated fatty acids that can be converted into prostaglandins. And so the more polyunsaturated fatty acids you have, or more of these unref or, or more of these refined seed and nut oils, because they are very high in polyunsaturated fats without enough antioxidants to combat that, this is when you will experience an increase in inflammation. Right? But I really have to say here that it's not always that you're eating high puff of foods, it's that you're eating ultra-processed foods in general. Ultra-processed being processed meat, processed carbohydrate, and processed fats. That is depleted in antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals, and it just causes inflammation and diabetes and weight gain at a much faster rate than unprocessed food. So you can literally be eating McDonald's or ultra-processed foods, but if you don't gain weight, you maintain insulin sensitivity and you don't get inflamed, your estrogen will not go up. It's obviously not the best diet, 
but you're still going to be managing your hormones much better compared to someone that's becoming inflamed, gaining a bunch of weight and becoming insulin resistant. So there you have it. Fat does not make you estrogenic. It is when it makes you more inflamed, bad weight or insulin resistant. Those three are the root cause for the hyperestrogenism when it comes to fat. So don't be afraid of eating 40% of your calories for fat. If that makes you feel good, continue to do so. All right, guys, so I hope this made sense. If you have any questions, please let me know in the comments. Be more than happy to respond. All right, so you made it to the flex. Flex emojis in the comments. And we'll check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.